Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu, whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hi, I'm Kate Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is Poog. An ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products. This, this is Poog. Today's topics, loosely speaking. Dinner, dinner photography. photography. Hitler. Hitler. Caviar. Oh, oh, can you hear me? I, I hear ya. Okay. Isn't it terrible to just eat something unsatisfying? <sighs> well, I, I famously some- have eaten <sighs> half of a meal at a at a restaurant left got in line well one time I was waiting in line for good enough to eat we used to go like once a week what the hell is that it was a it was an <clears throat> upper west side brunch place that was pretty exceptional okay, okay. and well run bustling off in a long line and, oh wait that reminds me I'm gonna scream I'm gonna beg Chris for tea um so that I can protect my voice. Chris and I used to go to this place good enough to eat when we lived on the Upper West Side. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not familiar. It's a um, celebrated brunch establishment. People travel <laughs> from far distances to go. And they mm. had the most delicious biscuits with strawberry butter. Mm. Oh. It was so good. And it was well run. And it was sensational. Like I remember like it raining once. And like, like the guy coming over and like 
drawing off my friend's head <laughs> with a napkin with like oh. with just like utter ease. I want to say something about because a napkin about this is when the restaurant is run so exquisitely. Yes, is when you're wearing something black and they bring you a black napkin, Whoa. so the white napkin doesn't. Oh yeah, doesn't Ruin affect your what you're wearing. Are you? I'll serious? never forget. I'll never I've forget. Never I'm trying to remember that. where it first was. I was wearing nice kind of formal black pants. This guy comes over. He goes blown away, and he hands me a black cloth napkin. Holy so it's not to destroy my look. And now, and by the way, recently this is actually kind of obnoxious. I was at El Tro Paradiso, <laughs> favorite restaurant in New York City, wearing fine black pants. They gave me a white. Might as well. And I briefly terrified that that wasn't clear. Okay, <laughs> go on. I requested a black. I was like, "You don't have black cloth napkins, do you?" And she very no. like kindly was just like, "No." And I was like, "Wow, pretty bold to ask." I'm blown away. Yeah. Well, also, because, I mean, who's the visual for at that point? Your lap's under the table, right? No, it's not about it's not about the visual interruption of the pants. It's about the white oh. napkin pilling. It's about, it creates fuzz. Oh, are so you there's serious? White, okay. There's white fuzz on the pants. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, this, and then you get up and you're fucked. You're, you're, yeah, your clothes hysterical. are fucked. First of all, can you believe I thought it was about the disruption of the outfit? I can't believe that. It's incredible. And I was like, I was going to be like, what restaurants are you going to? Lap exposed. No, just where they would worry about such a thing. Yeah, no. But yeah, lap exposed as well. Can you imagine eating with lap exposed? Well, that's that's the hell of most lounge seating. Oh, yeah. Well, you're, you, ever, you're, you ever get offered the lounge as though... And you're hunched the over coffee table. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, and as though it's a comparable offer. I mean, look, there are times when, yes, I'm relieved to hear that the kitchen, that it's the full dinner menu at the bar. That yeah, there I, can I'm, be fun to be had. There can be fun to be had. Well, you know, I hate a bar stool, classically. Yeah. Any form, like legs Don't dangling. Um, the bar is never, if, if, and you know, it's the worst feeling in the world. If you try, you go to scoot your bar, seat closer to the bar, but your body does it on instinct. And then you remember that it's bolted to the floor and you cannot get any closer. Oh, yeah. So do you want to hear the rest of the brunch? Yes, please. So we would go. It was absolutely sensational. We would go. We would eat a big meal there and then go home and nap. <laughs> it was like, you know, it was like an athletic level of sort of brunch eating that required a nap after. Thank you so much. <laughs> and um, it was just incredible. And then... um. One time it was like the line was too long. We were so hungry and we were like, all right, let's just try that fucking place next door. Who cares? How bad can it be? You know what I mean? Yeah. Went in, ordered something. I'll have to report to the listeners later exactly what was served. It was so bad that I was like, we have to leave. No. Like, we'll pay, whatever. We have to leave. This is like the worst thing that's ever been seen on a plate. Okay. And I'm not hard to please, despite how it may sound. Yeah. I'm really not. Actually, that's another thing I want to talk about. Remind me about the artichoke dip. But anyway. Okay. Left the restaurant after eating like four bites, got back in line at the other place. Okay. I love that because similarly, <laughs> I once had a very extravagant, John Early and I, this is right when pandemic, when it was like restaurants were starting to, it was like immediately post-vaccine, like kind of this like utopia, yeah. like are we, are we free? And went out to dinner at this place, had a full meal, disappointing, was shocked. You know, I was like, <laughs> it's not the same. Something's wrong. We still had full cocktails, appetizers. I mean, we had yeah. it all. 
Ambiance devastating. The ambiance was there. off because we were outdoors and it was like, oh, okay. but, but the food was off and it was heartbreaking. So much so we went to a different restaurant and sat down and started again. And it was, this is, it was too much. It was really extravagant because the first meal was extravagant. And it was like, and then I was like, let's go to the other place. And it was at that point, like 930. I was like, I think we'll be able to get a table because it's 930. Right. Went and sat down. I was like, you know, effervescent off my, maybe I had two cocktails, you know, and I was like, we were just at, I'll redact the name for their privacy. Yeah. And I was like, we came here for a second dinner because we were disappointed. And the no. waitress kind of was like, I heard they fell off. You know, it was really, no. yeah. And then immediately realized like, I actually don't have the capacity to eat a second dinner immediately. We so ordered, you had eaten the full meal, right? We didn't go the full, we ordered like a pasta and a, and like a meat course and I could barely touch it. It was And shared the two? Um, no, sorry. I'm still was at the fun. first restaurant. If you had fully eaten. it was eaten. fun. And we had dessert. We ordered dessert as well at the second place. But it was two dinners back to back. It's, it's a kind of extravagance and evidence of, of a shared neuroses or, you know, a shared, not neuroses, a shared. Overcorrection. No, the need to correct it, the need to. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard when a meal, when a meal goes poorly, when you, when you <laughs> do that, it's just, particularly if you're, you're going out, you put on a little outfit and you know, you're spending money. I mean, it, it's really painful. I struggle to dress for dinner because I don't I'm want anything to get in the way. I don't want to get in, anything to get in the way of my enjoyment of the food. You know what I mean? Yeah. So comfort is primary. Have you ever had this? This is the thing, the artichoke thing I'm just going to say before I forget, which is went out with a group of people to a place in New York that they were all very on board with. And even like they're like were friends with the chef or something. There was some connection there. Right. Mm -hmm. So I really felt that they were sold on this place. We go out, we have a nice meal. One of the things is like an artichoke dip. Okay. It comes, other people have a bite or two. I'm like eating in the way I eat, which is, um, there's these, this stuff that I need to put away into my body, right? Like it's, it's yeah. like I eat at the speed that I would pack a suitcase yeah. with the items yeah. I need to pack it with. It's like, pack it in. Actually, I'll tell you something that happened to me earlier this week, <laughs> relatedly. So anyway, I'm eating that artichoke dip, right? Yeah. Yeah. And at the end, they're like, just talking over, overall about the meal. They're like, yeah, the artichoke dip was disgusting. <gasps> and I'm like, I feel the shame. Of course. Because I was like happily shoveling it in like a fool, like a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and then like, so I almost <laughs> felt it was wrong. It was almost like Ben Stiller, like, why'd you let me sleep? It's Ugh. like, you all, like, I just think if someone's clearly enjoying it, you shouldn't You don't say tell that. them it's disgusting. It's rude. It's so, it's just, it's so rude. It's really rude. I actually had, I went to a really nice dinner last night. <laughs> really, really fun. And, um was really aware. I thought of you because I had the panic about sharing food. And it was a thing where mm. it, was, it was a business dinner. So, you know, I wasn't paying, right? Which was exciting. Right. And I, there was a reference about a steak free and we got a steak free for the table. And I was like, in my mind, I'm starting Wait. to spiral because like, you can't get a steak free for the table. Like, What does that even mean? They meant exactly. as, a, as a side, as a shared like, Let's side. order a bunch of stuff. We'll get a steak free. And I had mentioned that I was really looking forward to steak free. And I was like oh, privately no. spiraling. And I was like, you can't split a steak free. And so, and I even, I went to a bowl. I said, speak up. And I said, I don't know if this place is like a shared pl place. Oh, I'm so Which proud like, of you. And the whole, the whole table went silent. There were four of us. That's an exaggeration. But, um, <laughs> but they looked at me 
And he's like, really? And then, so now restaurants, right? I, when did this start happening? I'm so 15 years ago tired. where they go, we're sharing. People right. share. What the hell are you talking about? I, have you, what does that mean? People you have what that is. baked into like the philosophy dining at these restaurants that it's share plates. I'm like, I understand that when it's like, okay, yes, we're going to like a Mediterranean restaurant. Exactly. You know, and it's like tapas, which also let's get real. Let's get real. It's actually the, the implication that tapas is inherently like share plates when literally tapas will often come with three, you heard me, three items of a given thing. Okay. Like three arancini right, rice skewers. balls, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So first of all, you're screwed for two, two people, you're cutting a rice ball in half. But I believe, yeah, there was a period where um, sort of these, you, you know, the the big, these sort of renowned Italian restaurants. It was like, no, it's family style. Of course it's family style, whatever. Right. And so people got in the spirit of that. And then these, these hogs, okay. Who can't make a goddamn decision. I just, I mean, this is why I only eat with certain people. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can't even like launch into my, literally the material with which I've spoken to the nation on a late night television. Like I can't even yeah. go into the, I almost can't That's even brilliant. get into the topic. Right. It's, it's too intense for me, but like, it's a river, but I will Give just, us the gold. I will, no, I can't do it in joke form, but I will just say a, a pizza pie has eight slices. Um, do the math. Okay. So, so it just, I can't do my own material, but it's just someone walking no, into please. a room with a pizza over their shoulder. Yeah. As though they've, as though they're a hero. They're a hero. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go into yeah. it. Okay. We'll have to post okay. it separately on the You're thing. You're sipping from a Siete mug that I've not received. I know. And you know why? You didn't say you wanted it. Isn't that uh, they the specifically ultimately? said the mug? No. No, they, they, they specifically said. Siete, which is a brand that we love. We love. They have grain free. Lots of grain I free want, items. Is that, is that Swell brand? No. Or, oh wait. Um, it's a mug. No, it's M-I-I-R. It's, like a, it's a, um, what do you call it? Like an insulated mug, which is not great insulated. because I've started, I've started insulated. No. That's not insulated? No, this is, oh, actually. Yeah, it is. Look at that. I, oh, that's not I insulated. Thought it was, no, I thought this was like a, um, you know, Travel? a camping mug, like the, cause it is splatter enamel. Oh, it is? It's that. So it's not insulated. It, okay. I got really excited cause I was like, I've been having this issue for years of the, the cup of coffee that won't stay hot. <laughs> As though like, cause like, that's like one of those things that they've been working on managing, like, like they will not stop putting out products. They're to keep your coffee hot. Everything from like a little thing that sits in your desk. Like, oh yeah. Or the thing that's like, like, there's an a hundred dollar thing I saw on like multiple gift lists. That's like you plug it in and then you put your cup on it and it keeps the coffee hot like forever. And it's like some yeah, it's like things on your are desk, supposed mean, to get right? cold. Yeah. Like we can't, we can't actually stop time in that way. There's no, you no, know, I rage against agree. the dying of the light for sure. But also... And also rage against the dying of the light doesn't mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't revisited the poem in some time, but let's just take a second with that. Right. When you rage against the dying of the light, it's not saying keep the light burning forever. Okay. It's actually acknowledging that the light is dying. Yeah. And totally. you rage in reaction to that. I don't think a, a USB. Yeah. Do not go gently. Plugs into your, right. You're going though. You're still going, but don't go gently. <laughs> I think that's that's the real beauty of that line is the surrender, right? Yeah. I think this is huge, honestly. Yeah, I know it is. It okay. is. Okay, call Poog what you will. <laughs> no one has. Okay, but but you know what yeah. I mean? Like um no, I to me 
to me, one of the reasons that food and drink um, is so, you know, magical and exciting is that it not only elapses in time, but it, it decays and rapidly, right? Mm -hmm. You have to, I mean, it's, it's, you know, the meal is there. Like, if it's the true little plate. death. People love to talk about the orgasm that way. Right. It's dinner. The true little death is dinner. I mean, that really is. I mean, and we relive it forever and we... Every day. Every day. We and that's why the really, it's a noble act. That's why entertaining is a noble act. Feed people right. to create the good dinner, to, to create that experience, to try to, to, try to have it. it it's, it's noble. It's noble suffering. Well, also because, right, their art is, you know, it's that, it's those sand sculptures that get blown away in the wind, mm. right? And that's like a big, that's an essential part of it. They're not like, spray it with glue. We need to save right, it. It's right, like, right. you know, those monks, right? No, it's beautiful. Doing the, creating the sand thing and then immediately destroying it or whatever. Yeah. It's like, picture a photo of a group of people at dinner. Okay. The classic waiter offers to take it or, you know, actually for my, I have to tell you a story about that. Okay. Photo. Okay. Lobby. So you'll be shocked. Right. <laughs> oh, wait, do we have to go to break? I mean, Uh-oh. all right, we're finishing this and then we'll do, we're yeah, dealing okay, with it. We'll okay. Picture the dinner photo, right? The classic waiter has been asked to take it, flash photography, <laughs> right? And and people are leaned. It always looks hideous. Yeah. People are sort of leaning in towards the head of the table to try to get as many people. The people near the camera are fucked because they're going to be distorted heinously. Yeah. Right? Think about how bad. So you think about trying to capture dinner and capture the wonder of a dinner. And then you think about that as the artifact. Mm-hmm. It, it's the most perfect, um, it's the most perfect, like, demonstration of how dinner cannot be captured. Yeah. Those photos are the worst. Those dinner photos are the absolute dinner photos. worst. How do you feel about getting up? Like, you know when it's like, hey, let's take a group photo. Getting and up? Everyone oh, leans. No. The idea of getting up? No, I hate getting up. I mean, I'll hold peeing for an hour at a dinner. I held it last night oh, for yeah. probably 40 minutes. It's like, I'm not leaving here. I'm cozy in the corner of the booth. I have the best seat in the house. I have the corner of the restaurant. I'm looking at, I'm surveying the land. Oh my God. Well, I also feel like sometimes if you're not moving, the need to pee can be sort of sublimated or whatever into like, well, I'm just a jar of water sitting on a bench. <laughs> like I'm not moving, so I'm fine. Yeah. It's not yeah. sloshing around. Piglet. All right, do you want to know? I want to, I want your take on this rudeness, okay? We have to go to break, though. All right, I'll tell a story of utter rudeness when I get back, and I can't wait. Great. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty, beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like (sighs) being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. And we're back. We're back, baby. Great to Astoria, see you, by the way. Utter, great to see you. We're both very... I haven't been in my home in weeks and... Um, oh, right. And I'm back and I'm with you at my desk. It's a rainy day. I'm in a bathroom. I woke Fool up, I thought, a rainy day, I'll, I'll write today. Instead, <laughs> I just proceeded to watch television for four hours. <laughs> I, I brushed my teeth. Oh, I washed wow. my face. I've, I feel little motivation in the morning to do so when, when I don't have anywhere to be. But, uh, you know, that is what it is. So are you ready for this astonishing rudeness? Yes. And it's also a type of thing. Are you looking at your phone? I'm literally looking at the table. All right. It's really good to know, but you think, you know, it's fair, right? Or you don't think it's no, fair? No, I don't look at my phone anymore. Anymore. That's why the I'm first, saying. Like, within the first like 20 episodes of Poog, I admit I was looking at my phone sometimes. <laughs> Not like scrolling Instagram. No, but, of course. But, but but texts would come yeah. through and I would exactly. not even and necessarily read a test. My phone is turned over. No, that that's all I need to know. Okay. Knowing that, I can relax. Yes. So, and I think given the fact that it was 20 episodes of Fook. <laughs> I'm not saying that every episode I look, but within that period. No, but as a, as a like, 
as a rule for yourself, like somewhere around 20, you're like, all right, I'm going to turn it over. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to tell you a story of rudeness. And then I want to see if you have examples of a similar dynamic, which is when someone's being rude to you in a particular way, that's so astonishing that you don't actually stop it. You want to see how far they'll go. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I have a little bit of rudeness to really go. Okay, so you'll okay. ride. You'll ride. All right. So all right, I'm trying to move through it quickly. You know, it's hard for me when I go through a story to not just relive it. I'm going to try. So tell it as you feel. I'm, thank you. So I stayed in a glorious hotel last week. I'll say it. The San, the San Francisco proper. Mm. Okay. I'm sold. I'm in for life. The lobby was incredible. The lobby had endless couches of different varieties that were beautiful, beautiful chairs, and they served food all day long in the lobby. So I would just park, I'd get tea, I'd get whatever, I'd sit there with a laptop, endless plugs. Are you kidding? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, outlets. So endless outlets. Wow. Mm, the food was. I just ate all day while while sitting on my laptop. It's heaven. Um. So it's a very you know online. They're like I was reading a thing. They're like the most Instagrammable hotel, whatever, which to me almost sounds like it's going to be like, like have, you know, a neon like sign that says like dick be, or be here now. Yeah. yeah. But no, the sign would never say be here now. It'd say I met her on a Tuesday or whatever. Right. right. Isn't that what they all say? She was gone before she even left. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's these gorgeous couches and stuff, right? Really beautiful, elegant, you know, and I'm sitting in, it's a big room with ton, endless of these. I'm sitting there on a, on a couch. I'm in my sweatpants, whatever, cause I'm staying in the hotel. Um, nice sweatpants, my yaoi's. Okay. It's a cute look mm -hmm. to be clear. And I've got my laptop out. I've got my cup of coffee. It's like, you know, early-ish in the morning. And there's a group of women who are all like dressed for their day, for the day. Like, you know, they look like, I'm like, are they old friends? Is this a bachelorette? type thing there's women of sort of different ages where I'm like maybe that one's the aunt okay okay and they're sitting in a gorgeous set of chairs one of them gets up and comes over Are you ready for this okay comes over to you yeah and I'm sitting there fully set up laptop okay working whatever drinking my coffee and says hey what do you think hey can I ask you a question do you think would you be willing to take a picture of me and my friends? Okay. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. I'm happy to do that. Of course. Right. She goes, and then she goes, so she gets me to say, yeah. And then she goes, and then second thing, could we do it on that couch? No. <laughs> Meaning. So uh, me so, get my ass up. They leave their, their couch. Cause this is a prettier couch. In their opinion. They want you to clear your stuff. They didn't explicitly say clear your stuff when I started to sort of whatever. It was very like, it was very like, it's maybe it's not that big a deal. I can't explain it. In the moment, it really did feel like. So I just, I, she goes like, but can you, you don't have to like move all your stuff. Just, can we just sit on that couch? Okay. And I was like, I looked down and I'm like, this is outrageous, but I'm just like, I just go, sure. All right. No, of course. Well, she, and she goes, that's, that's not a real you're question. You're so kind. Oh, she the kept knife saying really you're so kind over and over again. She said it 10 times and it was a profound Ugh. act of manipulation. Profound okay? act it was, of manipulation. It was, would you be, is there any way, is there any way you got, you could take a photo of me and my friends? And then I get to go, yeah, absolutely. You know, like be the hero. And then, but could we take it there where you're sitting? 
Um, and I'm like, you know what I mean? And then you're so kind. You're so kind. And I'm clearly Ugh. not happy about it. Like, I mean, I'm like, I don't, I'm not making like a rude face or anything, but I was like, I thought about it and I looked at my shit and I was like, sure. And Did you have you. to move a single parcel to make room for them? Well, um, my bag, my, yeah. I mean, I mean, my things I put on the floor and sort of pushed them under the, the, the table that I was eating at. That's ridiculous. Closed my laptop. That's okay. too much. That's too and much. And get up and they all file in. Now, to their credit, a couple of them, well, another one came at me with you're so kind. And then that's really nice thing to do. Really nice thing to do. And then this, this third one, and this I loved, okay, comes over and she was older, naturally, you know, comes over horrified on her face. I am I am humiliated. That is the rudest thing I've ever seen anyone Love her. do. Love her. Loved her. Loved her. And it was like, I'm like, I'm like, it's, you know, it's fine. I get it. Whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. fine. And then I take a series of photos. I over deliver on the photos because I'm always going to because I know what people want and you want to provide options, you know? Yeah. And so oh, I damn. do close up, I do from afar, I do an angle, I go on an angle. I'm no. like on the off chance that the diagonal, which no one's asking for, happens to end up better. Yeah. I'm taking that. And then, and everyone's like loving it and laughing. Okay. And then the ringleader goes, and I thought it was a joke. Okay. I should, I should lay it out that way. And then the ringleader goes, <laughs> the ringleader goes like, do you think you could like, cause they're all laughing at me doing like this over the top good job. Like, do you think you could go like, like 40 feet away and like get one that has like the ceiling and all the paintings behind us? Okay. And I literally thought it was a joke at first. Like, do you think you could also like suspend yourself from the ceiling to, yeah, you know, yeah, like that kind of joke? Yeah. And I was like, first of all, I'd already gotten one that had all the paintings in it, you know? Oh my so I had to gosh. back my ass up all the way into a restaurant. Like, <laughs> what, Jacqueline, did you do it? I did it. Yeah. Oh I did it all and I handed it off. And then I'm like, I'm like, th here's what I was thinking. I was like, it's this beautiful lobby. They come here, they want the pictures, they're staring at the gorgeous peach couch that I'm on and they're thinking, you know, they're wanting it. And I'm like, they came here for brunch, they, they all got together, it's this special weekend, I'm imagining. Some of them were hugging like they hadn't seen each other in a long time. And so I was like, I'm staying in the hotel, like, I have access to these couches all week, you know what I mean? It's not a big deal. <laughs> Guess what, next morning, no. there they are. No, <laughs> no. The entire group. No. In the couch, first of in, all, in your couch. Like I came, I, yes, I came down, and they're on the couch, was and I was there like, an acknowledgement. I go, an I go I, they see me, I, I, like they see me, like you, you know. I go, like, I said something like, I didn't, my wit was not there, but I was like, you got it today or something like. Um, so they're staying in the hotel. They had endless opportunity to take that fucking photo. I'm sorry, is this not? Am the I photo, not? No, I'm thinking. I'm like the photo, this, because I, I actually recently. I felt like I deserved a medal because I was at a restaurant. I was dining at a very <laughs> pretty romantic restaurant with my girlfriend. And it was a room where there was like a bunch of tables, but we were at one table. And then there's this long, imagine the nightmare of this. I've been anticipating okay. this dinner for a while. The reservation had been in the books for quite literally a month, perhaps. My I God. go in this room. There's a long table. I go, I'm a little scared. In comes 15 women for a birthday dinner. Okay. They're screaming at the top of their lungs. <laughs> They're so excited. And I start to go inward. I start to privately spiral. The night has been ruined. So much so the waitress, we haven't even ordered food. We haven't even put in drink orders yet. The waitress comes over and I go, I wonder, is there another room we could move to? Because the restaurant's like a million different rooms. Oh, and it's like really? you put us in a room where it's us and then 14,000 screaming women. 
getting plastered so for their birthday rooms. as they should. Yeah. There are truly and she was like, rooms. no, we're unable to do that. And I was like, that's a lie, but sure. And so <laughs> I start the color drains from my face. I start to really worry. I'm like, this is really painful. I'm like hearing them like, you know, just like they're, and yeah, they're having fun. It's a girl's night out. Sure. Suddenly I'm hearing them clamoring around and arms going up. They're trying to get a photo of the whole table. And I being arms going a up. martyr, Wait. like to hold the phone, you know, to get the angle. No. Like, oh. Oh, oh, okay. So I, I look waving over you down. Okay. And I go, martyrdom. Stand up. That's and incredible. I say, do you want me to take your photo? <laughs> I, you know, and I was like, the yes. only way I'm going to be able to, to do this is if just I just fully in. succumb to the situation. She hands me her phone. And as we all know, phones are coated in shit, piss and cum. I mean, it's like <laughs> there's nothing. And this is pre-COVID. Like I, know, I always so had dirty. just the awareness of the dirtiness of the phone, right? It's, it's somebody's yes. body part. It's like phones yes. are now genitals in terms of like, yes. Or, you know, Genius. it's just, it's, it's this appendage. that's like the phones are disgusting. And so she hands me her phone. I'm immediately like, oh God, you know, and then I do. And then they, I take a photo of them at the table. Then they all get up. Jacqueline, fifth, I'm not kidding you, 15 women. They all get up because they're going to move to take to pose on the, on the other side of the room. So I'm waiting there. I'm standing up. Oh, I'm standing there holding the phone right. and they are slowly making their way, really slowly. And a couple of them are kind of like, wait, I got to get my lipstick on. Like, or like a couple no, of them are, no. no, I'm not kidding. And I'm standing there holding the phone. I'm in the middle of a romantic date. This is... I wait... <laughs> They're all well, there. Groups and, and, then, are, and then groups are inherently assholes. Any group of people. It was just, and it did endear me to them because then I, I had to show them like, you know what? You're going to be loud in this little room. I'm now, I've now been absorbed into your party. Obviously it goes without saying potentially exposing myself to COVID as we all do when we indoor dining, which at the time, I mean, this was a couple months ago. I, it was like my second time dining indoors. Um, anyway, needless to say, we all survived or I can't speak for <laughs> the party, but uh <laughs> But, um, but, and the meal was bad. I'll just say. Oh wow! <laughs> Still had a great time. Well, do you think it's the company that matters? Some, some, some people. It is, ultimately. or some restaurants have things right where it's like, like don't. Do, what do you think? Like a fine establishment almost like shouldn't have like a table of 10 or something, right. Mm -hmm. Should only be in a separate room. Like almost like if your party yes, is more it than should be six. In a separate room. You can't subject others to a birthday party dinner. If it, yeah. And by the way, I'm talking about four people, six people. I'm talking about 15 no, no. people. No, no. Yeah. It feels like that needs to be separated off in some capacity. I mean, for one, I, yeah. it's a nightmare, you know, for the waiter. It's a whole different thing, right? That's why they have to put those gratuities on, like yeah. the guaranteed gratuity, because people are such assholes. Oh, I <laughs> that know. when it's a group meal, Six they're all more. like, no they're one's so accounting. They're like, my my appetizer costs thirteen, my my meal it costs twenty. They're like, so that's um, uh, thirty three. I'll add a dollar to cover tax and tip oh, or whatever. I'm, I really, adding up the adding up the. I'm adding cash. up other people's bills all the time. If I look around a restaurant and I see like a fan, if, I, if I'm at a nice fancy restaurant and I see a table of eight, all I'm thinking no. about is the money they're spending. I That's see bottles hysterical. being passed. I mean, I, I, I'm doing the math. You're like, as we okay, all know, so I can't do math heads. well. Yeah. You're like, That's <laughs> I'm like, it's You're probably, like, That's eight heads. yeah, I'm like, this is easily grand. Yeah. It's hysterical. You're really good at that. Actually. I feel what? like you're big on tallying, like calling something out as like easily a grand. 
is big on you. I'd be like, <laughs> like, you'll be like, I'm sorry. I mean, I think this is a thousand dollars worth of product or something like right, <laughs> yeah. right in that, in that like, basket. Band's worth. Yeah. Oh um, my God. I hope this sounds okay. I'm really having a love affair with my microphone today. Leaning back's really helping. No, this is great. I, um, I, uh, tweaked, uh, my shoulder muscle trying to do last or trying to do not last minute, but Christmas shopping for my family last night. I was hunched. I was laying on my <gasps> side and then I had the, the, the laptop up on the thing and I like destroyed my neck, like in the hyper focus of trying to online trying shop. To, to, yeah. To mm. get the gifts, to get the people, the gifts they need. And, um, I went into a physical store yesterday to buy a couple of presents, if you can believe it. And I have to say, <laughs> leaving the store with three bags with the tissue paper coming out, I felt emotional. Oh it really God, was. It's the dream. It was the Christmas dream. And it was also just, just to, to support an independent brick and mortar. You know, this is a small little place I go to. And I oh, just, yeah. when you find an, when you find a sensibly priced brick and mortar. My God. I will take a bullet to the face for them. <laughs> when you go into a, an independent God, yeah. brick and mortar and they have items that are affordable, affordable, unimaginable. Well, How because so it? often brick and mortar, you know, can't blame them. I mean, the costs are astronomical, right? So it yeah. almost feels like God. Yeah. You know, you go in these boutiques, it's the thinnest turtleneck you ever saw for three, $350 or whatever. Yeah. I saw that recently. And, Minneapolis, you know, and still had to ha, still had to do the performance of I'm not leaving because of the price tag instantly. <laughs> I mean, like still. Yeah. Why? You know, when it should be like, oh, well, of course I'm not buying anything yeah, here. Yeah. Like. Oh, God. But, you know, I, I engaged in yeah. some banter with the woman behind the cash register and was. Yes. Propelled to new heights of euphoria. I just felt so connected. Where did I have that recently? I'm trying to. Oh, the common cold. We haven't even discussed my cold. Oh my God. Jacqueline has a cold, everyone. How are you yeah. today versus yesterday? Better. Like, Good. it really is the first, what, four days? I don't know. Of a cold Oof. that are the worst. And day one, what's the worst? I think- Your voice think, sounds good. Yeah, it's it's not bad right is now. Is your throat like, sore? Sore throat to me is- Number one There's nothing worse. And that's why it's so- demoralizing because it's the first thing that lands in the cold at least for me and as I think a for most performer people. i mean well the other night on stage my voice i had one of those moments where i like the throat gets so dry that i coughed heinously onto the mic yeah okay and then like my voice was just going 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 like it was like it's gonna drop out any second and i'm like 10 minutes into the show yeah and so i was, was internally oh. spiraling and i had to say to the crowd i said okay clearly my voice is going yeah <laughs> i'm gonna drink <laughs> tea like a lot yeah. throughout the show yeah and I was like and just so I know that we can get to the end like let me just see what happens if I literally lost my voice if I had to whisper into the mic right and I tested it and I was like they can hear me well no but listen to me Jacqueline listen to me very clearly here oh are you about whispering to say is, everyone's is favorite fact that's like one of those you know what I mean whispering is worse than yelling 90 also 90 percent of your heat gets out of your head you know whispering is worse for your voice than yelling and I also had someone tell me who's a trusted performer that lemon is actually not good for your throat. This idea of like mm. lemon and water, that if you're inflamed, which by the way makes perfect sense. That's not yeah. shocking. But I have this idea of lemon being medicinal. I myself totally. when I'm performing and I, and you know, my, th my voice is very sensitive. If I do an hour show, let's say, I can't go to the bar after and scream. I wish I could. I know. But I just, I It'll can't be gone. I have to conserve the voice. 
no i uh, i learned this being on vocal rest oh my nothing more glamorous I well what about when the, the singers are wrapped in scarves like the idea that the scarf like is supporting the throat which i mean must be true i lost my voice once during my show and literally had to cancel four four nights of shows it was oh gone my god and i was like okay like I didn't protect, like when I felt it going, I didn't like intercept, you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't you let it go. I guess I let it go or whatever. I don't know, but, it, but I'm like never again. So now I'm very, well, humidity actually is my number one solve. I need to, I have yet, I can't believe I'm saying so it. I have yet to plug in the canopy, the humidifier. I can't wait. It's very satisfying. It has a, a lightning. Um, it's like USB. Okay. And I often scoff at USB charge devices. What about these products that you see that are like a little fan for your desk and it plugs right into your computer? And it's like, why the hell <laughs> would I want to take up a port on my computer? Yeah, for a fan. With something that heats your coffee from below. Oh, but wait, wait, wait. Let's go back to that. I remember my mother. I used to, I wrote a poem about this in college, if you can imagine. But <gasps> well, it was a single line in it. But it was just about my mother, you know, ADD, forget, would, her coffee would get cold, right? Yeah. She'd forget about it. Then she'd, go to heat it up in the microwave, right? And then forget about it there too. <laughs> and this is, I'm, I'm the same with this, but it's like, so I would come, you know, open the microwave and just see a, a cup of coffee in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It never got claimed. And it's like the elapsing, the, the knowing that the coffee is cooling while you're drinking it forces you to show up for it. And, and that is the mysticism of Time. the dinner. No, of all of it. Time. No, enjoyment. you have to, you drink it when it's hot. That's what makes it coffee. That's what makes, if you want a cup, there is an obligation to maybe not finish it if you can't, but reheating, drinking the cup, and then going, <laughs> throwing it in the microwave for the last half. I mean, it's just, I can't do that. No. And I mean, what I, what I, I often do is like, to me, this is big conceptually. To me, I will often take hours to drink like a coffee or something that, or an iced coffee, like it's, it's melted. Like I'll quote nurse it all day. That kind of shit I've been known <laughs> to do. But to me, because it's been on the journey with me and I've been on the journey with it, I'm not disgusted. So, so the lukewarm or now cold it. coffee. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm not grossed out by it because I've been with it along the way. And the related, the related detail like this is, and this is big for me is like, let's say you you got nachos. I'm I'm like seeing myself at Applebee's, but you got nachos as an appetizer, okay, with group or whatever, and burger is your meal, let's say. There's this thing that they do where they act like because the burger is ready, suddenly you've lost interest in your nacho. I'm sure I, I, oh, this is like a core idea for me. Yeah. They attempt to take it away because what's on the plate looks like sort of nacho garbage. Detritus, right? it looks, yeah. It's, yeah, it's floppy soaked through tortillas and my my spin on this is like no like I knew her when she was young <laughs> you know like I've aged with this yeah. plate of nachos yeah. she's she's still beautiful to me I, no, see, but that's, I know who that's she was the beauty of I feel like we've talked about this because my the carnal sin this the thing that sends me through the roof is of course when we take the plates early I know this is not a con I know this isn't a new exciting thing to say but it, it hits me really hard and it's actually something that my mother always used to do that embarrassed me going out to eat with her because oh. she would hold on to every scrap. <laughs> and if, if a waiter tried to take, I mean, so much as to a point that was 
that I've continued slapping, slapping a wrist. Never, no, Did never, she? never rude. Yeah, never actually rude. Never enacting physical harm on the hand that tries to take it. But like, where there's such a small amount on the plate that it's like you have to let it go, because I understand right. too. Oh, but I would like to sop that up with the bread, right? There's juice on that. Of course, that I'd like to sop up, and sometimes that's true. But she also has humiliated me with the leftovers, where they'll be like the tiniest amount. Ch- two tortellini left or whatever and it's like let's get a box or like <laughs> we, we um we went out we did like a happy hour thing recently and there was guacamole and chips and there was a little bit of guac left mm. and she wanted to take it home and i was like you have to let it go you yeah. have to let it go and she was like no and deeply brown by the time it gets home well that's certainly. the thing I which said, i know it doesn't even guacamole, mean it's, it's not gonna no it's just let it go we didn't finish it it's okay i believe she took it home and i'd be shocked if it had all if it had been consumed later and I do, I will say, it's a graveyard of leftovers at my parents' house. When I open oh, the fridge, there's wow. a lot of takeout in there that's, it's in vain. And then of and course- And that stuff turns quick. I mean, yeah. you got to be careful because a leftover is not inherently, like, the things oh. that are, isn't it weird that eating something- It goes bad inside you. It's so disgusting. Well, that's really disturbing. Oh I've never I mean, really thought of it di- that way. I mean, know that's true, like, that's what shit is, but it's really right. horrifying to think that it's aging inside you. Well, it depends. I mean, this oh, is some, this it's like some people's inside, entire food, reason that they order food. Don't they do food in a certain it. order. Okay. You 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 don't want th- this whole idea is like if you eat like steak or something and then you follow it up with like these vegetables, the steak is like so like moving so slow through that the vegetables are like fermenting behind it or something. Oh, I know. It's, it's that, well, the food, you know, the, the food ordering. No, you have, yeah, you're supposed to eat. Oh my God. The food combining. The people that write those books are so sick. It's, just like, <laughs> it's like so sick. It's like. No, because at what point I cannot build my life around around that. I mean, that's that's really quickly you slip into, I think, a really dangerous place with, with food combining. I just think it's like, yes, of course, we could have these these incredible digestive systems. And I understand for some people who have really compromised digestive digestion, like oh, yeah, that's yeah, essential. Sure. But like I remember reading one of these books by one of these psychopaths, and she was like, Every day start the day with a bed of arugula with like <laughs> lemon juice. And it's well, this is where you and me get into it. This is actually Rage Against the Dying of the Light, right? Right? Because to me, it's like, it, it's like our it's goal building a bunker. is not. Like, yeah, it's like building a bunker. It's like survivalist. I'm not a survivalist. I'll I'll die in the street exactly. with my neighbors. Die in the street. Like yeah, I'm I'm exactly. not hoarding the. I mean, you know my I will feeling never about be the, the bunker, bunker. Go, the bunker boys, but because I watch those shows, Doomsday Bunkers. Oh yeah, the idea is they're godless. They're godless. No, it's genius. Okay, it's they, true. they have no belief in the soul. Okay? No belief in the soul or in their desire to extend their family's life by six months. Yeah, Wait, have we talked about this? This is the biggest. <laughs> this is the biggest thing. So, so Doomsday Bunkers, right, or yeah. whatever those shows. They're like extreme bunkers, right? Yeah. They, you know, the camera crews come. They show off their bunker. They show off how you know if an animal or a human you know, their neighbor, you know, even crosses the line, you know, one inch under their property, guns automatically pop up and, you know, shoot them, whatever. Just they've thought of everything, everything. Okay. For survival is so extreme, whatever. And then they're like, and we've got, um, we've got foodstuffs for six months and, um, yeah, that's it. I'll see you you at six months and four days. I mean, are you, so, so the, everything but then they so so they've prepared for everything except for the prospect because then they go i think whatever whatever doomsday would happen i think i think three months six months nine months whatever their number is doesn't matter what their number yeah, is two right? years they go, they go well, by then it'll, two, two years, years it'll be yeah. it'll be everything so that's the one thing you, you're having faith in utter is your estimate your, yeah about the time that it'll take for for society to first of all after you've killed all your neighbors do, i know are you really re-entering 
coming also, back out. Just, I, 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 um, I would say I have respect and regard for my own life, but to be so obsessed with one's life, you know, you have to ride the line. Well, I you think like, to, like we're eating you know. co- food combining, right? It's like I experience a colliding of our system, our body, right? And like what, how it would work. We talk about this all the time. We know how to, like, we know the things we could do to be healthier, blah, blah, blah. Yes. It's obviously not entirely the goal. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. a balance, right? Between, I mean, it'd be like, it'd be like, we just want to experience pleasure. Well, if you experience it so hard, you die and then you can't keep experiencing pleasure. So it's this yeah. balance of surviving long enough to, um, but I feel like it's like this, the, the martini, the, <laughs> I was say lobster thermidor. Cause I know I was pitching that What's to you the other day as a Musso and Frank's meal, like, it's like very like nineteen like thermidor fifties. I, I don't even know what that is. I think it's lobster thermidor. I think that's what it's called. Anyway, it's like cheesy, creamy lobster like okay, baked yeah. casserole. It's like yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like the pride of the nineteen fifties. It's okay. like <laughs> steak Diane, that kind of stuff. Anyway, it's like the collision, right? You want? I'm okay with there being a collision between, let's just say, you know, the unhealthy thing. And my body yearning for health. Yeah. Like I'm okay for those things to bump up against each other. Of course. And not quite work. And that's like because we are headed to decay and that's fine. <sighs> and the veil's thinner this time of year. Ooh. I know I love to say it. You know I love to the say veil, it. The veil, we're closer to death, you mean? The other side, yeah. There's a there's an idea that, um, I don't know, I find it very compelling anytime I've ever heard it. Does it have to do with the weather? Spoken. What does it have to do with the calendrical cycle? What is it? No clue. <laughs> okay. Hey, no sure. Clue. I mean, yeah, li- no, I mean, no clue. I mean, it's a, it's, I mean, to talk about the veil, which essentially is what the veil of Maya, the, the yeah, you know, illusion, right. whatever, or the veil between this side and the other side. I mean, I think there are a variety of, uh, a variety of different ways into this idea that people have that the veil is thinner. We have know, to I don't break. know if it's, winter or the proximity to Christmas. <laughs> Let's go to break. Okay. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. 
With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Want to know one of my favorite sounds? Here it is. That's the sound I hear when I'm learning a new language with Babbel. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds too. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. So you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Babbel is convenient. Kate and I talk about it all the time. Love the way Babbel helps you for those quick real world interactions. Like how to order food or ask for directions. How to have a decent conversation with a merchant. And who doesn't want to go on vacation? I know the language. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash poog. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash poog. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash poog. Rules and restrictions may apply. I want to talk about something that um, sometimes I fell asleep last night with my laptop snugly mm. beside me, woke up to the blinding charger light and then covered it with a pillow. And this charger question light. of EMFs, right? And these, these electronic oh, yeah. fields and they're radiating. And I would say <laughs> every now and then I remember that the phone is in addition to, of course, ruining my life in every, in every way and robbing me of my imagination and my connection to myself and the world around me, this idea that it's also buzzing with cancerous radioactive waves that are gently, you know, making massaging me, your tissue. Yeah, gently massaging your inner liquefying tissue. my my insides. So, and I've you know they say the the horror right that is when in your iPhone or whatever in your smartphone, if you read the fine print, it's like under no circumstance put this close to your head. You know, right, like, right. <laughs> and so. <laughs> and that you're not supposed to sleep with it by your head. You're supposed to sleep with it on airplane mode or within an arm's reach, right? And of course, we all usually sleep with our phones. Um, tucked under our pillow. Tucked, yeah. Resting yeah. on our forehead. Yes. Uh, and so every now and then, and I want to give you credit, Jacqueline, because years ago, and I'm talking about maybe at this point, 10, almost 10 years ago, yeah. you <laughs> were the first one to talk about EMFs and you had headphones. <laughs> you were the first one. You had earbud or uh, you had headphones 
that had plastic tubes instead of wires so that the yes. electromagnetic field wouldn't get into your brain. Yes. And you inspired me with this and I bought them. I bought those air tubes and I wore them yes. for a little while and then of course <laughs> quickly abandoned them. But what do we do? Because I, I ran into a friend and she had an electromagnetic blocker on her laptop so that she wouldn't have it on her legs and potentially fry her eggs and become barren. Um, thoughts and what do I do? <laughs> yeah, so I went down the EMF rabbit hole some time ago. Oh and, God, um, so stressful. And then I let it go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, it's like if you lived in the 1940s and you're sitting there in the cigarette smoke of the bar, it's like kind of like this is the culture. You got to live and die with it. Yeah, I agree completely. I think that's comforting. It's like that is where... I don't know. That that is where like uh we suffer collectively. <laughs> uh, like with the time like cuz so much of a I guess sort of what's sort of maybe gross sometimes about you know the wellness whatever is like this I matter more than other people. Like you know what I mean? Yes. Like I'm going to the I'm individualism gonna, of it is disgusting. Yeah, I'm going to get my air f- purifier to save me. And my closest friend. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and and uh it's like there is something about I mean it's the same as dying in the streets with your neighbor. It's like it's comforting if you can just let go. <laughs> I just had a vision of dying in the street with a neighbor who I like have never really spoken to. Like maybe like a maybe like a nod. Completely. But like imagine after all that yes. dying in the street and like looking over and seeing I'm just imagining looking over and seeing them and being like taking my last we take our last breaths we look in each other's eyes neighbor and then both pass instantly well no the the asteroids hitting the earth no but i do have some nightmares (laughs) i do have some nightmares about my my fear is um obviously i mean i guess this is everyone right instant death fantastic right pray pray the asteroid hits you right? right versus you know 2,000 miles away, and then comes the tsunami wave. Similar to, yeah. to the atom bomb, okay? Yeah. You want to you get bombed to bits. You don't want to um, slowly have, you know, the skin fall off from the radiation, right? Oof. Did you watch it, Chernobyl on HBO? We don't have to get into it, but... Sure did. I, skipped, I, think I, I somehow skipped the episode is, about the animals. Yeah, I, that's one of the most upsetting episodes of television I've ever seen. Some of the most... It's... um. Very well done, though. I loved it. I ate the whole thing up. Well, well, anything the kind of um, any I, I just I, I, I am drawn again and again to these stories. As you know, remember Captain Scatino, uh, uh, Chicken of the Sea. I mean, I'm aware I, I of think, that okay. phrase. <laughs> with, <laughs> that marketing That's what, tool. like, I don't know, the New York Post called him or something. That was like the headlines. OK, because what do you about, do? So Captain Scatino, remember there was that, the, the Costa Concordia, okay, like five years ago or something. It was like a cruise ship in Italy and it would always do this thing where it would sort of go past this spot on a coast and kind of like wave at the people on the shore. I don't know. It was like this, this kind of thing where they'd kind of go close to the coast. And this one captain was like a piece of shit and was like flirting with a hot babe and like took it too close or, or didn't handle it. And the no. fucking thing like hit, you know you know, uh, whatever, hit the bottom of the, you know, too shallow, whatever, whatever it was, it hit something and, and capsized and sank and many died. No. Okay. And there is audio that five years ago, maybe I'll, 
I, I'm really bad with I mean, sense of time. It's eight years I mean, ago. Not in the 40s. Yeah, I know yeah. it was during my relationship with Chris because okay. he said, I've never seen you more captivated with a news story than oh, Costa Concordia. my God. And I was obsessed. Okay, I was reading everything. I, I've listened to YouTube. There's a thing on YouTube, and it's in Italian, but there are subtitles oh, no. of the Coast Guard. I feel like I've talked about some poop. Remember? No, you haven't. The Coast Guard. This. Okay, the Coast Guard talking to Captain Scatino ordering him to get back on the boat. The captain does not leave the boat while there are passengers. Was he, and he okay? was truly flirting with a babe on the beach. That, that, well, on the, on the, on the boat, but, but he, he was just like, he was like a cad and, and, and a fool and an asshole. Like he's just a ridiculous character and I forget the deal, but it was his fuck up. And not only was it his fuck up, he abandoned ship. Okay. Well, there are still, you never leave. and you can, you like, like that's your only, that's your only move. Like, at least when you fuck up, you go down with the fucking ship you or you get off ship, last. Of course. Right. And so, and so there are people, so, so there's audio, story. Yeah. there's audio of the, of the, of the, um, Coast Guard, like Captain's Catino, this is the Coast Guard. Like, like I will make your life a living hell or whatever. He's like, he's like, he's like, get back on the ship. I need numbers. How many people are on board? How many people? And he's like, it's dark. He's like, I, 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 I can't get back on the boat. Like, like uh, he's in a little, like he's in a little fucking, you know, life raft. Okay. It's like Titanic. Okay. Yeah. And, and he's just, he's just being like a little well, I mean, asshole yeah. and you hear him and the coast guard is just, I am, and I was captivated with it. And there is like an ongoing thing that I have, which is this belief that I was a sea captain in a previous life. Okay. Yeah. It just keeps coming up. It just keeps coming up from the very first time I like smoked a marijuana cigarette in high yeah, school. Yeah. I was like laying on my back in a field and I like <laughs> so had a memory cool. of being on a ship. And then like, since then just the evidence keeps compiling. Wow. Wow. But anyway, much like Chernobyl, these 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 disasters that that occur as a result of everyone sort of thinking things are fine, everyone ignoring details. You know what I mean? Like, like mm. uh, oh, the inspections on the building hadn't been done, or this guy, like that that kind of shit, like Terrifying. really disturbs me. Yeah, of course. Because that's how. Maybe it's because I relate to, like in my own life, like details getting missed and my own ADD or something like that, that I'm like, well, this is, I can't be in charge of a fucking building. Are you kidding? Oh my God. Not that I'm trying to be. Being responsible for, for other people's lives. I mean, we're all responsible for each other's lives in a certain capacity, of course, but, but if you're a building inspector, if you're no, a building no, inspector, no, build, I mean, can you imagine? I actually got a notice on my door. It's kind of exciting. I was in the bathtub and I heard <laughs> my doorbell and bang, 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 bang. It's really and I was like, oh, is that the city? You know, and I just stayed in the bath. But then um, hours later, I left my home and there was a notice on the door that was like mandatory inspection, you know, for renters, whatever. And ostensibly, they're there to protect me, right? To come in and go, yeah. there's asbestos here, baby, or whatever. Yeah. And that is exciting to think that there could be someone doing that. But that's when I get into the terror of mold, which I don't mm. think we even talked about. It's such a huge subject people who are poisoned for like 47,000 years because they're in a house with mold. Well, I learned about black mold from you. Oh God. What did years you learn? Years ago, around really the time of anything to teach. No, it was just fear. It was just, <laughs> just <laughs> around fear. the air tubes. Time, I went to just, just like amorphous black mold. Fear. I think it's black mold. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I actually today was filling up my, my electric kettle with water and I noticed how on my faucet, the water is so hard. It's like creating this, it was peeling back like I was like, okay, so if that's doing that to that faucet and that faucet was installed like three years ago, 
what's it doing to me? You know, I mean, it's just terrifying. Right. I don't filter water. I boil. A little lemon peel or whatever out of the water. Okay. I mean, out of the thing, there's that thing where you can like, you know, you take the lemon or whatever and you rub it on, on your, um, like, I remember like it being like, does your shower spigot look like this? And it's like got that kind of calcified, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, just take a lemon, take a bit of lemon. Oh my God. You're, you're, you're uncovering a memory. I remember that completely. That was on TV. Was it? No, I've seen that. I think as a child on television or something. It was very satisfying. And I tried it once in in my um, apartment in New York and it was like, whoa, <gasps> there she is, baby. She's, she's, it worked? But, but it's almost just like, yeah, it worked. And sort of like, okay, that's just the mineral collecting. It's not necessarily poison, right? Completely accurate. It could just be minerals. Oh, you know what I want? Like, what? It's Gerald Steiner or Gerald Steiner, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> It's this unbelievable sparkling mineral water that is like the most nutritious water on earth. What? Oh, yeah. Because baby. it's filled with minerals? It's so highly mineralized. When I went to that Whoa. healer many years ago, I went to this guy and it was crazy to me because he was like a hot healer. And I was like, I'll right. do it. Like it was. But is anyway, he the one that then you, he was posting with guns or something? And it was really. No, disturbing? that was someone else. This, this was okay. someone who actually went in person to see a few times and he aligned my sacrum. And um, oh, right. and he told me also he came into the room and he dumped all this Himalayan sea salt into a, a cup and he, oh, went, drink, he right. went drink this. Soul. Like, but it's salt. And I downed it and he was like, you need to be pouring Himalayan sea salt on all of your food. You need Isn't to be that drinking. the soul thing? You told yeah, me about S-O-L-A. S-O-L-A. Or soul, oh, yeah. Sole. I think that is soul. Yeah, it's pink Himalayan salt You need more water. mineral. But he was like, you need to be drinking. It was all about my migraines. He was like, you need to be pouring Himalayan sea salt on all your food. I was like, great, I love salt. And he... Um, mm, he told salt. me you need to be drinking Gerald Steiner water and I, you can get it at like Trader Joe's, but they're expensive. They're these glass bottles that maybe, you know, and that water, Ooh, honey, the fizz. And that's the kind, it's like the kind of thing where you can leave the cap mm. off of it overnight in the morning. Still bubbly. You know, it's like really, no. and if you look at the side of the box, they tell you all like the mineral load, like all the minerals that are in it. Okay. This is my official plea. I officially need to reach out and beg. If I started God. getting bottles of that glass at bottles. my home. I would fall to my knees. pounds? Yeah. Oh my God. Can you imagine? There's nothing. I once, I think I said this on Poog, I once subscribed to Mountain Valley Water drop-off for like two months. I was like, I'm doing it. Right. Fuck it. And it was like designer water. It felt so, and I guess, guess who drank a lot of water? Me. But it's just too expensive. You can't do it. It's psychotic. Well, there's just also, there's just something about, I mean, I don't know. That's why I do like the AquaTrue. Love okay? the AquaTrue. I love to filter at home. Bottles and bottles and bottles. You save so it much. Feels really waste. disturbing. No, no, it's true. There's even nothing when it's glass. Worse. Oh, no, even the glass. Clang, clang. Yeah. <laughs> and the weight and yeah. and it takes up space. Like, where's that going? Because I remember one time I was like in a wood in the woods, like like drinking beer, and this like guy was like like tossed his beer bottle on the ground. Okay, and then was like, he's like, it's glass. It's biodegradable or something and i was like what like yeah. i was like in 700 years you know what i mean yeah, like 780 i don't years. know how long it takes but like like your rolling rock it's gonna be here <laughs> next weekend yeah not to mention the injury uh, forget the earth what about a dog's foot this was also a guy who once said well right this is a guy who once said something to me like um i've been compared to some some pretty um Talking about his own powers of manipulation, okay, and convincing, being convincing. I've been compared to some pretty um, interesting figures from history. I was like, so Hitler, 
Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And he he was shocked that I was able to guess, like the example of Hitler being a you know a misunderstood uh, manipulative yeah. or just a manipulative like like the whole thing of like well you know Hitler was was one of the most uh, what, what what are we trying to say like uh you know his 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 speeches like impl- like Hitler as the ma- manipulator Hitler as the <laughs> you know what I mean like he, Hitler like kind of like, Hitler. His greatest offense, <laughs> he was manipulative. <laughs> Say what you will, but he was manipulative. Well, it would also be funny someone being like, imagine they were like, obviously, like someone who knew him. They were like, obviously, whatever, but like, he's also incredibly passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Like if he was also passive aggressive. Yeah, in addition like, to and being he's rude. the most. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. It's, it is important. I, well, I don't want to. When make you were any young, claims. would you stare at pictures of Hitler? I would. No, but my mother I was um, fascinated with his image. My mother like, made everything about as my my cousin Jack says Holocaust lived in our home. Okay? Oh yeah, as any as any Jew, of course, it all comes. You know, back my to mother anytime clean every night cleaning up the kitchen after dinner. Oh, Let's yeah. see how quickly we can do it. Let's pretend the Nazis are coming in ten minutes. I forgot about that. It's so and then we just funny. clean the That's kitchen. So brilliant. Try to get the dishes in, and it's sort of this. Like, what does it even mean? It, I think it's this sort of sense that if we don't clean up by the time, the, the Nazis will take us and kill us. I think it's just sort of abstract in that way. Yes. But the but urgency it's, it's is, Nazi is real. as Nazi as the... And then my mother used to, anytime there was a small space or any mm. kind of space. Oh, wait, this is actually I a always have had story. that, like hiding where you can hide. Yes. Hiding from... So, yeah. so my mother would go... So, so my mother in her, like, sort of genius, intuitive kind of like out their way would at times when I was like a kid, you know, like for, for like do these things or, or, or recommend I do these things that then like I would sort of go to the school or go among friends and it sort of not be received because it was too abstract for them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So two examples, one, and like one of these is genius. I mean, they both are in their own way. So for Halloween one year, I dressed up as a salad. Okay. (sighs) Okay. So we stapled, I wore, you know, green things and we stapled or taped like, green um crepe paper you know the streamer stuff as like lettuce so sweet cut out red tomatoes okay like all sorts of salad ingredients like tape them all my thing and then i held tongs oh my salad god tongs yeah okay so like so she's a genius okay <laughs> she also invented the box once without realizing wait what she arrived at the she arrived at she the private, of, she independently she, arrived at the idea of the box it. yeah like she was describing it to my father you could have different sizes, of course, different colors. And oh. it, was like, <laughs> it was like, you know, like a little thing comes up on the side here. Yeah. So it keeps it something from falling. I don't know. Brilliant. It's like, yeah. But then the, the the big one, the classic one was like, it was time for a school project and we had to do some kind of presentation. And I guess mine was on Anne Frank or something. It was like fourth grade, but like, um, and so it was this sort of abstract, like empathy exercise where the body of my presentation, and you re- it's like suddenly you realize you have nothing. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, came yeah, in with this yeah. thing, other people have these things laid out and posters and whatever. I come in and I get up and I go, let's pretend we all had to hide in this room <laughs> or whatever. Like I get up there yeah. and Frank and her family and the Deuce- the whole thing was my mother going, the Dusseldorfs could go over here because oh, the Dusseldorfs were like the God. other family. The one and Frank had a crush on. Oh, which is like, it's, hey, I got an idea, folks. Time to re- reread. Time to reread Anne Frank's diary. It's unfucking believable. It's really good shit. I mean, I you're like, again. oh, and she's I might want to cut me. 
You're frozen. Okay, now you're back, but we also have to leave the episode. Yeah, and I might want to cut me saying it's really good shit about Anne Frank's diary, but but I mean, uh, like, no, it's do not, not cut it's, it. What I mean is this: it's not. Um, it's not okay. I have this theory about like memoir and writing and whatever. Like, it's like it's like you have to offer one of three things. If you have an amazing story, like literally something crazy fucking happened yeah. to you, you're you know. Fame, you know, whatever. Like, you don't have to be a good writer. You don't have to deliver right. in the you just level of the pros. It. Report. And so it's like, it's like Anne Frank wouldn't have to be a good writer or have anything to offer in theory for her diary to be, you know, an important text, right? If it was just reporting. Of course. But she actually, she actually could write. Could write. And, yeah. and some of the first, like, I remember because I read it as like a little kid, it was like there were certain things, just ideas, ways she was thinking about things that I had like for the first time those feelings of like I didn't know other people thought that oh or I didn't know I thought that yeah that's a good one Mm. that's a really good one that's the ideal all right well another episode in the can my friend my little friend and collaborator I'm making latkes tonight I cannot wait Mm, for sex in the city yeah that's nice are you gonna make them the shredded kind what do you mean? Like, you know how some are more like oh, a shredded, patty. Shredded forever. Never a patty. Yeah, nary I mean, a patty. Get the patty away. Nary, for me, a Box patty grater. is a different thing. That's a, yeah, that's like a Gentile's approach. I mean, I know it's not <laughs> actually, but it feels like that. No. Shredded. Shredded, baby. No, the shredded Smoked salmon. Potato. Smoked salmon. Creme fraiche. Mm. Applesauce. You know, all of it. That's hysterical, first of all, because you're doing this kind of Gentile's way, and then you say creme fraiche. I know, which is I know. Like, sour cream. Okay. It's, <laughs> no, it's I know, I know. daisy sour cream. Okay, and with that, we truly must go. All right, I love you. I love you. That was Poog. If you enjoyed Poog, please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu, whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home.